is in the know for Monday, March 22, the 81st day of 2021. There are 284 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Spring has arrived, so we'll play You Pick Trivia Spring Edition and a lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. It's Monday, but I'm good. It's Monday, but it's a big Monday for a lot of students of Grayson Absolutely. County Schools because yes. for the first time in... Um, does a, it does it go all the way back to this time last year that it's they year. you know they, they finished the school year last year really uh, in uh, virtual or NTI then hybrid so I guess in many 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 days this is the first time the full student bodies of all the Grayson County schools have been in class all at the same time on a particular Monday morning and isn't it good to see yes I like it so. yeah. yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of people good. who, you know, you're you're accustomed to seeing half the student body, but now for the first time because of the alternating, but now uh, the the full board. So that's uh, good. It's a good milestone as we uh, roll through this uh, the end of the pandemic. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? I've been begging. I've been dying to ask you a question all weekend. Okay. Well, not all weekend, but uh, since yesterday afternoon. <laughs> because you took Oral Roberts in the first round of the tournament. Did you take them in the second round? No, I took Florida. <laughs> okay. I think that's right. I think that's Florida. So at one point, I was four, ranked fourth in our pool, then eighth. Then I was first for most of yesterday. And then when I got up this morning, I was back to fourth. Like, I got it. I've been in last most of the weekend. Yeah. There was a period. UConn Cornelius didn't complete his bracket. Yeah. He only did one of the regions to conclusion, so he has an incomplete bracket. Yeah. But I was still losing to him most oh, of the weekend. Well. It was how, how sad is that? You know, you got your first round games taken mm-hmm. care of but it didn't follow with the, the rest of the way through so i'm i'm losing to people who didn't even finish their task and um, it's uh, i'm at 50 percent my bracket yeah. i got 50 percent of the picks correct which is uh is uncommon but i'd say a lot of people feel that way i mean yeah. for oral roberts to do it once but now mm-hmm. they're the second ever 15 seed to get to the Sweet 16. Well, Jason said yesterday, I was coming home from Kokomo, and he called, and he said, did you take Loyola over Illinois? And I said, I think I did. So when I took my bracket, I said, yeah, actually, I did. So um, three of my final four are out. I have Kansas. I'm holding on with Kansas, which I took them all the way to be be the champs. Yeah. 
It's not a bad. uh, It wasn't a bad weekend to be uh, associated with, uh, you know, a a Christian or a religious school. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oral Roberts, Abilene Christian, uh, Loyola. Uh, Liberty played well for a while. You know, they were hanging around. So it was. um, I just I've never seen an NCAA tournament like this, and I doubt we'll ever see one again like this. It's been completely unbelievable, and brackets busted. It'll be interesting to see who finally. Who finally wins? Yeah. You could have, I could have done opposite of all of my picks and done just as well. If you. I'm at fifty-fifty, yeah. <laughs> I could have picked the right. opposite of all of my picks and done exactly as mm-hmm. good as I have done. And the tournament continues today. Sunny with highs in the seventies today. A few spotty showers possible for tomorrow. Uh, on the whole, the weekend going to be pretty nice. Going to feel a lot like spring. May be some rain in our future especially late Wednesday into Thursday, but partly cloudy, 73 today, mostly cloudy, 54 tonight, scattered thunderstorms, about a 4 in 10 chance of scattered thunderstorms for your Tuesday, and we will see a high of 70, then step up, turn up the heat on uh, Wednesday, be 75, then down into the 60s, and so a period of into the 70 degrees for the next few days, and uh, so looking looking nice. The... um, Border seems to be occupying, our southern border with Mexico seems to be um, occupying a lot of uh, attention and getting a lot of coverage for the last few days. The Biden administration tries to get control of the border and the story that is being told. The the border, they're not willing to call it a crisis, but it is a a crisis with the number of people who are setting um, on a journey across Mexico to try and get into the United States of America as migrants surge to the U.S.-Mexico border. The presidential administration has been caught on its heels and now scrambling to manage a humanitarian and political challenge that threatens to overshadow his ambitious agenda. In fact, it's distracting away from the uh, $1.9 trillion relief bill that they had been able to do because now they're stuck answering questions uh, about this and, you know, tripping up steps and things like that. But... um, they're saying, the administration is saying that the messaging has been clear that the border is closed. Well, I will tell you that there's a generation of uh, more than a generation of the Democratic Party that signals that the border, it's, if you want to come in, we've got room for everybody. So when you have made your name on that, your stance on immigration, how can you how can you not think that people south of the border looking for a better life wouldn't say they'll let us in? They've always said they would let us in. And so they say families are being turned away. They say single adults are being turned away. Uh, vulnerable children are not being turned away. I, I just, I don't think that immigration is so simple that for the beating that President Trump took from the Democrats, especially early on in his administration, the kids in cages and those things, those, those cages, Cages, if you will. By the way, they're not cages. They're they're segregated off uh, uh, areas of hangars and barracks and things. They were there. The Trump administration didn't create those. Those already existed from the Obama administration, but yet no one was saying uh, Barack Obama's putting kids in cages. But that suddenly was the narrative that people wanted to tell about President Trump, especially because he was ambitious about building the wall. So it's a mess, and it will continue to be a mess. And you'll remember prior to 2016, we had those caravans of people that were marching from Central America that were just trying – they were on foot. They were – uh, 
busloads of people, and that's what we can expect because this presidential administration and that party as a whole have said, give us your tired, your weak, your poor, no matter what, just come on. We'll find room for you. You know, I said several, several years ago, and it, I was reminded of it this weekend and a thought that I had, how long before America has to annex in part of Central America um, because – we can't, we can't take the whole country into America. So at what point do we say, okay, look, we're going to have to take our laws and our thoughts and then annex in your land and put you back there? But my question is, why are these people so desperate to flee their country that they will live in what some people are calling cages or unfit uh, humanitarian efforts? That's the real question is what is happening in their country and what do we do about that? So they stop trying to flee illegally into our country and then we're, we're having to do this quick fix and we're all arguing over should we, shouldn't we? I think uh, this is not to single out the Obama administration and compare it directly and only to the Trump administration. But the previous eight years to the last four that we've had, we're trying to – those eight years were more of a period of time where we're sending more aid, more places around the globe. And a lot, what a lot of Americans will tell you is that we're already – and we already have annexed many of these areas because of the amount of money we send around the globe, yeah. but we don't have any control or right. tax taxable ability to say, well, then we need a portion of that of that back. So there was a time you could have made a case and said, we'll just annex the Middle East, just plant yeah. a flag mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, say this is ours. We've invested all of this money in it, but. This we're clearly entering a phase where there's we're going to be going back closer to an Obama pr- perspective on world support yeah. than we were in the last four years, which was America first. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying I'm a fan of that. I'm just saying there there has to be a there is a root cause. They're after the freedoms and the support that can't blame the American. Them. No, absolutely, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at what point do we say okay to fix this? <laughs> when is the government going to start talking about? We're just like New Mexico. When are we just going to have to annex this in and say we have to have the land to support the people? Yeah, we already have New Mexico. What are we going to name Old Mexico if it becomes a state? We have to bust 2.0. it up into multiple multiple states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Millennium Millennium just, Mexico. Yeah. One thousand six hundred ninety-one new COVID cases over the weekend. Sixty-six deaths reported, but the positivity rate did drop below three percent yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Seven hundred thirty-one f- uh, cases on Friday. 644 cases on Saturday, 316 cases yesterday. I'm excited to see today's number. I am too. Today's number may, might start with a one, and that would be that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what we're seeing on Monday's numbers and watching that stair step down, if we can get it down into the 100s mm-hmm. for the first time in a while, would be nice. The positivity rate is at 2.97, but uh, on the whole, across the state of Kentucky, there are 71 people on ventilators as a result of COVID-19. 71 in all spread over 120 counties. Which is down tremendously because oh, yeah. it was closer yeah. to three 300 and something, the yeah. last numbers uh, I remember. Hospitalizations receiving. total under 500 at 463. ICU at 111. Ventilator at 71. So that's the reason I mentioned that metric is because it's important to – you know, the number of people that are getting to that dire circumstance where they have to be on a ventilator is worth watching. The governor has relaxed the curfew on bars and restaurants as the uh, state's rate of positive 
cases uh, reached its lowest level since July. The curfew was being extended by one hour. Bars and restaurants can serve food and drinks until midnight local time and stay open until 1 a.m., but no change in masking, no change in uh, distancing, and still 60% capacity. So just adding an extra hour of operation, not relaxing any of the other distancing. Also, the governor went ahead and directed the Revenue Department to extend the state's filing deadline to May 17th to match what the IRS did. He has no choice. Not that he would want to do anything different, but they can't have a different filing deadline than the federal government because the two things are pretty much locked in tandem. And if the IRS says it's May 17th, well, Kentucky is going to have to follow suit. But just for uh, for the sake of clarity, both those filing deadlines are now May 17th. Closer to home. The 16 new COVID cases were announced on Friday by the Grayson County Health Department. Uh, you have any updated information on that since did no, you talk we'll with be, anyone this morning? I'll talk to okay. Josh in the morning. And it says uh, there was one new death attributed to COVID-19. That was Friday's number, by the way. We'll get another report early this week. Kentucky State Police announced uh, late last week the promotion of several officers, in two, including two Grayson County residents uh, at a private in-person ceremony held in Richmond, uh, recognizing those promoted were uh, Governor Bashir was there and said he was honored to be there and excited to see what is in the future. He's, he, this is his quote. We couldn't be in better hands as we come for uh, confront challenge after challenge. I'm proud of each and every one of you for everything you have done. Among the 30 officers promoted was uh, Elizabethtown Post 4 Sergeant Brad Riley, who was promoted to lieutenant, and Senior Trooper Brandon Brooks, who was promoted to sergeant. Uh, Sergeant Brooks was recently assigned to the KSP Post 3 in Bowling Green. So congratulations to those two Grayson Countyans. The Kentucky uh, legislators have added a half million dollars to the state budget for extra security for Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Since the Breonna Taylor case and uh, what the grand jury had decided last year, that it is reported in Frankfurt that there have been, this is reported by uh, Chris McDaniel, who's a senator from Taylor Mill. This is his quote, says, we have heard that there were more death threats against Daniel Cameron last year than any other elected official in the country except Donald Trump. That is terrifying. Wow. Disappointing, heartbreaking, horrific. I'm... I'm curious to know if that's accurate because I have a lot of questions involved in that. I understand people being disappointed in uh, the grand jury's decision or the attorney general's office in the way they handled the Breonna Taylor case. And I've seen we've seen the sit ins, the people who were arrested for sitting on his lawn at his Louisville residence. And I think uh, the attorney general certainly deserves security, especially if he's undergoing these level this level of threats. But, you know, I, I sort of thought I, my hopes for Daniel Cameron was that um, his diversity, what he brings to the table with his talent, mm-hmm. also his cultural br- background would do a lot of bridge building mm-hmm. between ethnic groups rather than uh, him be someone who is targeted with a high number of death threats. And so it just really surprises me that uh, considering his his background and um, 
and his culture, his, his perspective. Absolutely. I guess I'm just surprised that more than anyone in the country except Donald Trump. Yeah. I just wouldn't have. Well, and that, that was the hope was we have now a black man who is experienced. I can guarantee you racism somewhere in his life. Sure. That he's coming to this position knowing what it feels like to walk that life. That's a different perspective that we were all so excited about to say you are going to be able to really craft this this um, take this office and craft it in, in policies and do things that will build bridges for both. And I won't say both groups, but when we look at a black and white culture, that seems to be the one that, that rises, those two. Um, and I was so hopeful that people were going to be able to really hear. And I was thankful when the Breonna Taylor thing started. I thought, thank God we have a man, an African-American man in this position who can truly give that perspective to this case. Yeah. Because I felt like regardless of the party, it was more about his culture and his ethnicity in that moment than his Republic or Democrat background. They have so uh, they have uh, arrested and charged multiple people that have uh, threatened uh, that threatened to that called in and threatened to kill him. Somebody from Kansas was arrested. A 29 year old Wesley Clay. There are some others that are involved as well. But they have decided the way they came up to their half million dollars was they thought it would take five people because it'll be around the clock. So to do it, you know, to at least one person at a time to do multiple shifts a day, cover seven days a week, it was going to take five people. They figured $100,000 in total salary and benefits when it's all said and done uh, in order to do it. And I so, would say for the legislators to to take that money and set it aside in a year that we've had a pandemic, we have so many things struggling in our budget that I'm going to say that that is an accurate statement that he has received. Sure. Second amount. Can I? Amount uh, can we send some of this? Can we send the bill for some of that to Kansas? I uh, think, because we yeah, get Kansas right. people threatening sure. our attorney general. Can we bill them and go? Hey, you keep your fools on. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and this just, is why we're going to end up with people who don't need to be in office in office because you're going to run off all of the people who should be in office, but they don't want to deal with this with this type of stuff right. with the target on their back. A couple of significant passings over the weekend. Al Smith, who is a longtime journalist and KET host, uh, passed at age 94 over the weekend. He was the host of KET's Comment on Kentucky for – a uh, long time. He had a statewide radio program, uh, 93, 94, 95 in that era. Uh, he also was, I, if memory serves me correctly, I think he did a brief stint in the newspaper business here in Grayson County. Hmm. Uh, at some point in the past, that's my understanding. I could be, I could have my facts incorrect on that, but I believe he has a connection to Grayson County. And he is being considered the gold standard of community journalism in the bluegrass. Uh, Senate majority, U.S. Senate minority leader said on radio, on television, and in print, he covered everyone from Kentucky's most famous to those who wouldn't be known outside their small town. He served as the co-chair of the Appalachian Regional Commission under Presidents Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan from 1979 to 1982. Also the founder and CEO of Texas Roadhouse, Kent Taylor, Died amid a COVID-19 struggle over the weekend. His family and the company uh, uh, confirmed his death in a statement yesterday. Struggled. Uh, his family announced that he took his own life and that he was struggling with uh, COVID-19-related uh, problems, including severe tinnitus, 
uh, ringing in the uh, ringing in the ear. So a tragedy to hear of that. Heard a lot of good people. I, I didn't I didn't know um, Mr. Taylor's story. Didn't I couldn't have told you that he was the founder and CEO. But I know Texas Roadhouse and Misty. I know it's a company you worked for for mm-hmm. a while, yeah. um, a long time ago. So uh, certainly hate to hear of that. Kentucky's B.J. Boston has uh, declared, has decided to enter the NBA draft after one season with the Wildcats. I certainly don't wish anyone on the U.K. men's basketball team ill will uh, as a result of this season, but I don't think many of us are going to miss many of them. They're probably not going to miss us, and we're probably not going to miss them for the ones that are moving on. The U.K. women did advance in the NCAA women's tournament, so that was great to hear. Ryan Blaney came from behind to uh, win at Atlanta yesterday after Kyle Larson faded on old tires, and it's two district championships for the Grayson County Cougars and Lady Cougars after uh, the boys defeated Butler County on Friday night at Whitesville, and now the boys will play Ohio County tonight in the third region tournament. We'll have coverage for you on K105. Tip time is at 745 tonight, or throw-in time at 745. We'll go on the air around 730 or so. That's for you tonight. So there it is. Hang around. We've got plenty more on the way here on In the Note. Today is, well, I regret to say this one first, because then the rest of them might not matter. Today is International Goof-Off Day. <laughs> yeah. A day to relax, be yourself, and generally just goof off. Today is Sing Out Day as well. Sing, sing a song, sing out loud, sing out strong. Don't worry about if it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. Just sing, sing a song. It's water. It's World Water Day. And it is As Young As You Feel Day today. Celebrate mm-hmm. by having that outrageous hairstyle you wanted when you were a teenager or dig out those clothes you, clothes you wore when you were young. And uh, you can shock your teenagers. Did you all do that at Christmas? What was it? You and Jason were going to do something to really oh, inconvenience we gonna, yeah. your children. No, we were going to wear our white Velcro tennis shoes. Yes. And I forgot yeah. about it until after Thanksgiving was over and the kids were gone. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang it, such a good opportunity. Okay, well, now I'm planting the seed for Easter. Oh, yeah, you that can, would be, you oh, can that do would it be so around nice. Around the Easter table. Maybe you all can get your Easter outfits from when you were kids and white kicks are back. Really right? embarrass your children the best that. Uh, the best that you can. Yeah, we uh, love that. Got to bring, uh, want to bring everybody into the loop a little bit about something that's happening uh, here on the show uh, going forward, and it's something that uh, we've been talking about internally for a few weeks, but uh, now to the point where we need to kind of bring everybody else into the loop, and that uh, relates to Misty. She is about to embark upon, she's about to write a new chapter of her life, <laughs> yeah. and I want to give, uh, Misty, I want to give you an opportunity to tell people what that chapter is, yeah. and then I want to kind of talk about what that means for uh, the show. Yeah. All right. So, so in 2016, um, if you've been with us long enough, very long at all, you know that I had an opportunity to go and help with Saving Hope Charities. And when I, I took a year off to do that, I ended up there a year and a half, uh, thought I would just go back to Dan Powers and work there and then work here in the mornings like I'd always done. And I found myself really... Uh, a void in my life. I wanted to go back to working nonprofit. So that was a springboard for me to go back to school. I uh, finished my undergrad and finished my grad 
uh, school last year, and my desire has to been t- to work nonprofit in some way, shape, or form. So I have been offered a position with the American Red Cross as their executive director for the Western Kentucky chapter. I have accepted that position and will be starting the 1st of April and really excited to be able to do that because I, I know that God is calling me into to that. I have such a desire to work there, um, but it does change the dynamics here um, for the station and what I've done here for 15 years. So. Sure. That's hard. Well, and so when you say the Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, west west of here, mm-hmm. Southern Indiana, Southern Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, what exciting things do you get to do as executive director of the Red Cross? I, I oversee twenty five counties, and I just take care of volunteer recruiting. And I actually will. I'm signing up for two weeks out of the year to be deployed to any type of natural disaster. Um, fundraising, oversee those board of directors, training, and just basically dealing with whatever comes our way. So Grayson County is not a part of my chapter. I will be stationed out of Owensboro, will be my office um, when the pandemic ends and we get back to working in offices. So I'm really excited. There's um, that's, That was my heart and my desire was if I ever left the station was that my career would be saturated in nonprofit work. So I'm really excited about the opportunity to get to do that. And so I guess what it means for um, the show is that uh, I guess the way that we're talking about it, the way that we're approaching it, doesn't mean that you will no longer be on the show. Right. It means you won't be on the show every day. Right. Yeah. And we don't quite know today whether that's four days. We don't know if it's one day. We don't know if it's two. It might start as one and it might become something else. So the way that we have approached uh, I guess the way that we've uh, been approaching and talking about it internally is that this is, and I described it as a chapter. So you, it doesn't mean that one chapter necessarily ends and right. we completely start a new chapter. It's just a new, a new phase, a new challenge, a new opportunity for you. But it doesn't mean you'll be a stranger to the family here. Right. Uh, in particular, the the show uh, in the know. Yeah. So we can still look forward to things like uh, election coverage and just whatever opportunities come in the future because, I, you know, you, you left one time cold turkey and then they sent you back. They dropped you on the doorstep <laughs> and said, can you take her back some because we can't, we can't stand her. Without mm-hmm. there being a little bit of you. She, yeah, she's got to, well, I, I think it was more if she's got to get her energy out before <laughs> she comes to the dealership. So, so the lesson has been learned yes. to not quit cold turkey. Yeah, yeah. I guess know. is, what, is yeah, what, we're, that, that, what we're saying. It's never worked well for me in anything, <laughs> much less radio. So I love radio. It's, you know, my, God gives us all a gift, and mine was the gift of gab. So um, I will be excited to work in that area with the Red Cross and still continue here. However, however, I can get back to the airwaves, I will find my way back. You might be appearing remotely yes, sometime. You might be, who, who knows? You you might be appearing from I-165 yeah. <laughs> rolling down the highway. Wherever just, I you am, just never I'll, know. Be, I'll be never. phoning in. Those are some of the things we have learned during the pandemic, yeah. though, that are opportunities yeah. that we might not have considered even just one year ago. So uh, congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. I'm very um, excited. It, um, it, it um, is exciting for you. Good also uh, some good news for you today that when 
the world goes wrong, you can count on fashion going right mm. to help you. Mm-hmm. Wide-legged jeans are okay. back to oh, help goodness. hide a year of pandemic pounds. Yeah, I've got several pairs. So the yeah. wide-leg jeans are coming back. The Wall Street Journal reports that the a la 90s favorite brand, G JNCO, marketing the trend's revival in an 05 photo of Ralph Lauren, one that shows him wearing a barrel-cut pair of jeans with social media, has recently resurfaced in celebration of the nostalgic look. You can hide all kinds of stuff under these barrel-legged pants. You can. You can't. But if you're me, like, I, I barely have any legs. Like, that's, like the smallest yeah. part on my entire body. This does not help me but at bigger, all. bigger pant legs make you look like you have bigger legs. That's right. Uh, if, you're, if you're going for. <laughs> or you might look bottoms. like you're on stilts. Yeah. The hard around. part with these pants are the shoes. <laughs> it's uh, hard to get the shoes right on these mm-hmm. and it not look like you did it wrong. Ronald McDonald? It, yes, yes, well, it gets, yeah. It's it's hard to do. It's it is hard to do. <laughs> and I, I hope to not have to do that. I think Snow they shoes. went away because we never could figure the shoes out. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't because they weren't flattering. Yeah, but now pandemic pounds. we got to do something to hide the thunder thighs. Let's just stick with with leggings. And if we... Right? And tunics. Yes, but Yoga pants. some people are stretching those stretch pants to the limits of their engineered. That's where um, the tunic comes into play. Gross weight. <laughs> I, listen. Yeah. We, Cover it up. Cover it up. You can stretch stretch pants far enough that they become transparent. I just wanted you to know. Can I tell you? I, I saw several on display at Disney World uh, last week. I bought a pair of gray ones about three weeks ago, wore them to work, and by the time I got home, where my legs bend, right mm-hmm. before my bottom starts, they had ripped. Mm. So either I didn't check the weight limit correctly, or mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't weigh that morning. I'm not for sure what happened, but I've never had a blowout in leggings. <laughs> it was on both sides. Uh, right? Uh, both sides. a hard thing to do. I, they said to you... I can't stretch no more. No, they did. So I left them on to my husband, got home, and I said, watch me touch my toes. He said, well, that's interesting. I said, he said, are those leggings? And I said, they are. They were. They were. The stretch. They stretchy were. Kind, stretchy. Yeah. Uh, so if you go to the barrel-legged pants. Yeah. That means you can eat more Lay's fried pickle with ranch chip flavor. Lay's has dropped a new um, flavor, fried pickles with ranch. I'd try this. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I like all that. I like the pickled ones already. Yeah. And now you don't even have to dip them in the ranch. It's yeah. already built yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. I think this is going to be <laughs> yeah, this is a winner. This is going to be an excellent idea. Uh, we told you today is World Water Day. You need to know, parents need to know about a new trend on TikTok called thickened water. Have you ever heard of thickened water? That sounds terrible. No. It, it does sound terrible, but it comes from the pharmacy. And it's not so much the problem that it will cause for people who... Uh, ingest it, but for people who actually need it, if people are buying it off all the shelves just to play with it and then throwing it away, it uh, diminishes the supply for people who actually need it. The newest viral challenge is the Thickened Water Challenge, and it has young tweens and teens running to drugstores to purchase 
thicket, which is a type of thickened water that is used by seniors or people with disabilities who have problems swallowing liquids without choking. It can be a lifeline for these individuals, but they may have a hard time finding it in stores when there's a viral trend going on. Wow, didn't know this was a thing. I had never heard of it. I thought, thickened water, what's this all about? Yeah, please leave that on the shelf. But I can see, you know, where water, people who have trouble swallowing, they take water and it runs right back out of their mouth because it's so... Uh, watery, mm-hmm. you know, as we would yeah. call it. So, yeah, it's uh, so that's, just tell your kids, just leave the thicket alone. No more challenges. Get out there in the thicket and pull some weeds, will you? we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. We'll play You Pick Trivia. On the Hudson River line Just in a New York state of mind Did you know, while spring always falls on March 19th, 20th, or 21st, it hasn't arrived on March 21st since 2007, and it won't arrive on March 21st again until 2103, which is 82 years from now. So it can, but it just doesn't very often. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah so not weird. until March 21st. In, uh, it won't be on March 21st again until 2103. Speaking of spring, spring spranged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? It spranged. Spring sprung. Did you get up early Saturday morning and see it? You threatened to. I did not. I stayed up. We went to Cocoa over the weekend and had the best weekend, but we stayed up really late. Okay. Like we're not adults with our own house that we can stay up late. Mm-hmm. I don't know why when you go somewhere else you want to you act like kids. So we stayed up and ate foods we shouldn't be eating. So you weren't then still up? No. Okay. So spring arrived at 437 Central mm-hmm. Time on Saturday. So spring is officially here. So let's let's dust off the U-Pick trivia cards spring style and here's question number one before spring springtime and springing time what was the season known as based on an old english word before we called it spring springtime and springing time what was the season known as based on an old english word is it a lent is it B, Advent? Is it C, The Melting? Or D, Irish Spring? Is it A, Lent? B, Advent? C, The Melting? I'm melting. Or D, Irish Spring? So before we called it spring, before we called it springtime, or springing time, we called it something else. Misty, we'll start with you. What did you lock in? I guessed Lent. You guessed Lent. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've we never call, heard this before. Yeah, we have Lent. Uh, Miss Buckles, what did you say? I said Irish Spring. You said Irish Spring. <laughs> right? Which is the soap my husband sure, used to use. Yeah. I mean, I almost went mm-hmm. with Lent, but I knew she would. If so. you said Lent, you were correct. <laughs> Lent is correct. Yeah. Here's question number two, and you pick trivia. According to folklore... What can we balance on the ground on the first day of spring? Uh, according to folklore, what can we balance on the ground the first day of spring? Is it A, a stone, 
B, an egg, C, a broom, or D, your checkbook? Stone, egg, broom, or checkbook? What can we supposedly balance on the ground the first day of spring? You all both immediately started writing even before you heard the choices. I'm going to presume you wrote checkbook. I balanced mine over the weekend. You did? The way I wanted it to look. Now, I don't know uh, if the bank yeah. agrees with my numbers, <laughs> but it makes me feel good when I see it. It's good to exercise your creativity. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's what I want, right? A little bit it's of black, a little bit of black, a little yes. bit of black. Yes. No red. No red. No red. No red. No throw red. the red a little bit of black. I just threw the red in the garbage. Just got the black marker. <laughs> my stimmy check went way up in numbers. <laughs> All right, Beej, is it a stone, an egg, a broom, or your checkbook? What can we balance on the ground the first day of the spring, supposedly? So I really didn't go immediately to write. Okay. Um, but when she showed me hers, I didn't want to cheat. So my first thought was egg, and uh-huh. I'm going to go with that. You're but I believe go. that she's correct You're going to go with egg. All right. Misty, what did you say? I said broom. You said broom. All right. If you said egg, you are correct. Okay. It I agree with the egg, egg, but I have friends who balance the broom one day a yeah, year, well, every year, and I can't remember when that is. Is it one day, or was that an internet trick? I remember that went around in the last couple no, of it, years it about really a broom. No, it really happens. I have a friend who it's does it every year, an but I can't thing. remember what day. All right. Uh, do, 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 and I didn't talk to her Saturday to find out think maybe it it's Saturday. on the 4th of July. Uh, <laughs> okay. Something and like lastly, and you pick trivia, spring edition, when sheep... Um, wrestle mm-hmm. it's called rutting what's it called when horses get frisky when sheep wrestle it's called rutting what's it called when horses get frisky is it a marrying b covering c blanketing or d giddy up <laughs> You're going to have to read those again. I'm sorry. <laughs> when horses get frisky, is it A, marrying, B, covering, C, blanketing, or D, giddy up? I had a much better option. You right. really did. Yeah. Go ahead and share it. Horsing around. I mean, Horsing right? Around. right? I mean, That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all locked in? I am. Yeah. Okay, Misty. Of the four choices provided, mm. <laughs> which option did you lock in? I'm going to say marrying. You said marrying. All right, Beach. What did you say? I said the same. You said marrying. The correct answer is covering. If you said covering, you are correct. They did that wrong. They said it. I, named I, it I didn't. I didn't say they were right. Yeah. I just said that's the answer the that, was, that was that was provided. I think they were covering, blanketing. You got it. Uh, no White House egg roll for the second year in a row. Um, I think <laughs> President Biden just going to go out on the East Lawn and just tumble. In uh, he's going to do his his own Easter egg roll. I hope so. And then uh, American Idol last night was Hollywood Week, the genre challenge. It was hard last night to follow along because it was so rapid fire and they did mm-hmm. some story building. But tonight is the duets challenge. The duets challenge is, uh, oh, and Alex Miller's got a girlfriend. Which one's Alex Miller? Uh, the kid from Garrett County. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, we yeah, like yeah. So I like much. him. I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he's interested in the cheerleader girl. 
and he brought to her to Hollywood a belt buckle. Okay, with I'll her name on it, and uh, he's yeah, just he the did. sweetest kid. He I is like really him. He's just so genuine. Yeah. And, and so his song that he did is just also good. I was born along oh some seventeen years ago, <laughs> and it's just he's an old soul. He is. Uh, but uh, duets tonight on ABC if you want to watch. Got to get to a break. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Feel free to play along in the comments section because you may come up with some that uh, I can't remember. Your favorite advertising jingles from when you were a kid. Oh, gosh. So, uh, you know, we always think about... Uh, my baloney has a first name. Sure, it's O-S-C-E-R. C-A-R. Yep. Uh, but yep. even more modern, ain't no bugs on me. Oh, ain't I no bugs on me. One. And maybe bugs on some of you mugs, but there ain't no bugs on me. And Lele loves it when I sing that one. Um, Does that have to be a jingle or just some one-liners? It, it needs to be an advertising an advertising jingle. Uh, a slinky, a slinky. I don't know that one. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh, you don't know s- do the I. slinky jingle? See, I've, I'm coming up with one-liners. Like, you're, it's great. Tony the Tiger. Oh, Tony, Tony yeah. the Tiger. Okay. And Mikey likes it. Yeah, those are one-liners. Yeah. Not absolutely. Lit liquor. Not, I do love that one. <laughs> not, I do love lit not liquor. Jingles. So um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the others that might be out there. There, there have been some for uh, real cream. A little dabble, do ya? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Irish wash Spring that has right one. Uh, old, Remember that one? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. It yeah. it came from a song from yes. a musical. I'm gonna yes. watch that man right mm-hmm. out of my. What was that South Pacific? South Pacific was the song where she, I'm going to wash that man right out yeah. of my hair. And then, then we turned the, to wash my gray. Yeah, the nair, the itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Yep. That one? Yeah, okay. those. Um, honeycomb's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. You know the honeycomb cereal? No, but you are much, much older mm. than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> or I just watched more television. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's. There's not a lot I would put up against anyone, but hours consuming television would be up there. And the fact that you don't forget anything. I'm sure I might right. have heard that somewhere along the way, but he doesn't forget anything. No. Um, Irish Spring had a good one. We were talking about Irish Spring earlier. Yeah. And um, Old Spice had some good jingles over the years. And then the... Um, the beer commercials, famous for for jingles. Yeah. Boom, 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 the Folgers Coffee one? Folgers Good to the Last Drop is their catch line, but I don't know. Yeah, Wake Me Up, but then I want to go into Wake Me Up Folgers in your cup. Yes, that one. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Yep. So. Thing we're a trio, we'd never get anything done. <laughs> You'd have one third of a conversation all the time <laughs> on television. <laughs> television tonight. It's a weird night for television. Is it? Yes. So the Hollywood Duets Challenge on ABC. So American Idol. That must mean The Bachelor is over or something. I doubt that it's over, but. Maybe that comes on after that. I have sisters who watch it, and I shame them for it. On FX, season two premiere of Breeders, the season 12 premiere on Hoarders of A&E. I do love Hoarders. Well, I've found that instead of cleaning the house. Yes, yes. 
smart. If you'll just watch Hoarders, you feel, feel suddenly so better about your own about house, house. And then you. On TLC, the season three premiere of Seeking a Sister Wife. And the season six premiere on TLC of Return to Amish. See what I mean about being weird? Something called Breeders, Hoarders, Seeking Sister Wife, and Return to Amish. I guess we've exhausted all real television. Yeah, that's quite a lineup. That right? I probably can watch that by the end of the night and either want another <laughs> wife in our house or want to be Amish. Speaking of television, something. Alea and I had an argument yesterday that television and TV were the same thing. I loved it when she came I heard to her the come, kitchen. I heard her come to, to tell you, you that we were arguing. Yes. And we weren't really arguing, but yeah. we were debating. Because yeah. I even had to say, it's an abbreviation. Tele-t-t-vision. Vision. V. Vision. So she wanted it to be two separate things. She thought TV and television were two separate things. Yeah. What did she think television was? Well, apparently something old school that Mark did not know what he was talking about. Because <laughs> it's just TV for her. Per usual. But she ran in there, Mama. Well, today's today's <laughs> highlight in history, this date in 1941, the Grand Coulee Hydroelectric Dam in Washington State officially went into operation. In 1882, this surprised me, in 1882, President Chester A. Arthur signed a measure outlawing polygamy. Did we have a polygamy problem in the United States before 1882? Was it was this zeroing in on a small group that allowed polygamy, or did or were we saying we got to get a hold of this polygamy? I don't know. I mean, I'd never I'd never heard of that super before. Early. In 1976, <laughs> principal photography of the for the first Star Wars movie began in Tunisia. In 1993, Intel unveiled the original Pentium computer chip. Birthdays today: Andrew Lloyd Webber is 73. Bob Costas is 69. Keegan-Michael Key is 50 today. Hey, hey, Ron. <laughs> that bit he does from the key, from uh, Peel and Key show where he's he's the substitute teacher and he gets all of the all of the names wrong. D-Nice! He's calling the roll and he's getting all of the names wrong. He won't say Aaron, so he says, hey, hey, Ron. D-Nice! D-Nice! You here! And it's just... If you've not ever seen that skit, it's really good. I have not. I'll take your word for it. Oh, B. Lake. Sometimes I call Blake Stinson B. Lake when we talk, and so that's what. That's why. Yes, that's exactly Did you ever watch Coming to America? No, I've still not. How are we going to have a conversation about it? Uh, Reese Witherspoon is 45 today. I'll eventually get to it. Gone but not forgotten. Louis L'Amour in 1908. Carl Malden in 1912. Werner Klimperer in 1920. Colonel Klink. Was born this day in 1920. Marcel Marceau in 1923. Bill Wendell in 1924. Bill Wendell was David Letterman's original announcer on The Late Late Show with David Letterman on NBC. From New York. Let's go to 1957. The Diamonds were number one. With Little Darling. Such an aggressive. I know. He sounded like he was about to do some karate. (laughs) (laughs) Or he did. (laughs) While singing. Chopper broccoli. (laughs) Chopper broccoli. You really missed your call. You should have been like like backup singing for, for 
boy bands in the 60s. The Beatles. Number one in 1966. Now, I'm more of a nowhere man than singing back up for various groups. We're really not even back up, just making random noises to really add to the song. You are an instrument. It's better than being called a tool. Yeah, well, I was going to say, in borderline tool, but whatever. Let's go you both to, know I did not sing a word. Let's go to 1975. I think we're going to go to 1975. Yeah. Minnie Ripperton, number one. My fir- favorite version of this is Ellen Griswold. Yes, I was going to say, Wayne Newton starts it. Is it the birds tweeting that you don't like about this song? It's actually the birds that I do like. Uh, yes. That's the only thing about it. <laughs> or when she becomes a bird herself. Right there. Terrible. It's interesting. Let's go to 19... 84, and uh, most of us thought that this was a Michael Jackson song. Oh, yeah, we did. Because he was singing the chorus from backup. So, as far as we were concerned, we don't care who that Rockwell guy is. Yeah. want to hear Michael Jackson sing that song. Police, I'm uh, always watching you. Yeah. What's the song? Every breath you take. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do. It, with this. it is a very <laughs> stalking creepy. song. Yes, without a doubt. Let's go to 1993. Try to go forward to 1993. My jukebox is busted over here. Hmm. Somebody got a quarter? Can I get some credits? Can I get some jukebox credits? I used mine to phone home earlier. I can kick it. It's my iTunes credits. Heartland from George Strait was number one. I thought he'd be singing by now. I mean, the song's only two minutes long. Come on, George. When you hear All right. Alanis Morissette, hands clean in 02. Don't you want to stay Aldine and Clarkson in 11? And Marin Morris, The Bones, number one a year ago today. Sing a song about the heartland. <laughs> Sing a song about my life. Ready for MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today? MB's Pearl of Wisdom, the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, and now.